yeah, I got a 4.0, but was the medical bill worth it? Were the tears worth it? Were the... Hello, I'm Kyla Bercy and welcome back to Hi Kyliber, where I'm realizing my potential while protecting my mental. Thank you for showing up today as I invite you to feel real still. Feel all that you are. Let's show up as our authentic selves and let's be in the present. Let's live in this moment, take advantage of it, and let these words touch you in the ways that they may. Last week, we talked about beautiful uncertainty as I am experiencing an uncertain moment in my life. I've decided to pursue high caliber full time, given that everything falls in line. I'm doing the work. I'm not just having a dream and just sitting back and letting everything unfold. That too, that's part of having faith in the process that you're on. But you got to put a work, you have to put the work in. So that's what I've been doing. I'm committed to that. And I found beauty and the things that we don't know. We aren't supposed to know everything. And that ties in today's episode, artificial intelligence. Let me go ahead and say it. I'm not talking about technology. Sorry. I am a computer science major, but I dropped the class last semester, so I can't tell you anything. Google can't tell you. Um, so yeah, this isn't talking about the new emerging technology, but it may tie into the things that we may discuss today. So let's get into the definition of artificial. Artificial means something made by humans. As you noticed in the previous two episodes, I've been going on my college journey and something that I've taken away from each year. Freshman year aligns with Eagles Fly Alone, where I was so excited to leave college with a friend group, with my bestie, and I revealed that I found a friend in myself. As cliche as it sounds, but it's not really cliche, it's truth. It's that at the end of the day, we're the only person that will be with us for the rest of our lives. And I've made some great connections in college, but I've also found peace with myself. In the, la in the last episode, I talked about beautiful uncertainty tying to my sophomore year where I had a lot of uncertainty. I was considering transferring from Rhodes. I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore with my life. I was pursuing a professional golf career and I was kind of having feelings like, okay, I didn't have to go to college to play professional golf. I could have just literally studied on my own topics that interest me and then went to the golf course every day. But for some reason I'm on this path. And as I started to juggle other schools that had nothing to do with golf, I decided, okay, something is deeper here. I mentioned that I started therapy. Giving you a recap because this episode continues off of that story. I started therapy, decided to major in computer science, and I kind of leaned into the uncertainty of what the rest of college would have in store. Here I am doing a podcast, pursuing my passion, and letting go of any artificial sense of what I'm supposed to do with my life. And that's what I mean by artificial intelligence. Artificial being, again, something made by humans. We are often told the cycle or the path that we're supposed to go on. I love how in this society, today's time, modern day, things are becoming unconventional as they were back maybe when my dad grew up or my parents or 
your professors, but the education system isn't for everyone. And I'm not going to be a hypocrite. This is not a don't get a degree video because regardless, I'm going to have mine. And if I decide one day that I want to go work as a software engineer, start a tech company, utilize the title of my degree, computer science, in a direct way, then I can because that is something no one can ever take away from me. So this is not that. This is to talk about how if you place your beliefs, your intelligence, because ultimately we have to rely on what we know in a limited sense. We don't know everything, but what we know that will allow us to pursue a fulfilled life. So me asking myself, what do I know about myself? Back to episode one, I knew that from a child, I wanted to do something in media, whether it was speaking, acting. I wanted to be on camera. I love to create. I love to sing. I love to just entertain in different ways. This is more of an informative space, but I did some introspection to know what is it that I want to do. But over time, I adopted an artificial sense of intelligence, of knowledge that told me what I was supposed to do with my life. So backtrack to sophomore year of college where I'm in this space, I have these degrees or courses of study available to me. And at the time I asked myself, what do I know about myself? What do I enjoy most right now? And it was computer science. So I majored in that. So this episode is going to lean into my junior year to talk about how I developed an artificial sense of intelligence. And my intelligence, my computer science degree background would save me. And what do I mean by save me? What set me up for the dream life that I wanted? Because I, I, that was it. If you haven't figured out about me, I'd like to know what's next. And as I'm growing up and developing maturity, I'm accepting that you're not always going to know, and it's okay. Hence, beautiful uncertainty. But junior year of college, I had another plan set out for myself. I said, okay, I'm going to major in computer science, perhaps go to grad school, become a professor. Why not? Be a software engineer, work in the tech space. So I surrounded my world. I confined my mind to a set parameter of this degree that I'm about to get, right? So let's pick back up from sophomore year. Sophomore year, I had taken a mental health break from golf. This is important because I had planned to go back to the golf team in the fall of 2022. Yes, getting my gears correct. In the fall of 2022, after leaving the team. So I told you I went to Puerto Rico. It was so much fun after the semester ended. And when I got back from Puerto Rico, I Stayed in Memphis for about six weeks. I had access to the golf courses Rhodes has partnerships with. And this is a shout out moment. Shout out to Code Crew. They gave me my first opportunity to do teaching. I was a technology K through 12 technology coach for them for their summer camp. And they're doing great things here in Memphis. I'm so grateful to have been a part of that. But that's where I spent my summer after sophomore year. Once I came back from Puerto Rico, I had my first opportunity to teach. And that's kind of what contributed to me wanting to be a professor even more. Just be an advocate for STEM, for all people to be exposed to something that I wasn't exposed to until I got to college. My limited belief system about computer science was that it was for gamers or, you know, you think Bill Gates. But, hey, I'm a computer scientist now, so... 
Here's another representation. But I spent my summer with Code Crew and I was also at the golf course. I was working my butt off to get back to the team, to get back to, honestly, I had in my mind, I need to be back to where I left off from the team, or if not better. And I pushed myself so hard that one day I was at the gym working out before I went to work. Actually, I got up early, had to go to Code Crew. I believe we had to be there at 9 a.m., but I was up bright and early at the gym. And during my warm up, doing jumping jacks. Yeah, doing jumping jacks. I tore my meniscus. Yep. But it was just a kind of a, a sharp moment because I, I didn't really know what happened. Mind you, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I tore my ACL and it was meniscus in the same leg. So I knew what pain felt like in that knee. And I kind of pushed through my workout a little bit. I took it easy, but I, I definitely tore something because I ended up going to work that day and tried to go practice. Practice didn't hurt too bad, but if you know the golf swing or at least seen it, you have to follow through and put weight on your legs. So eventually I got it checked out and I wasn't able to play that season. I went, tried to go through the motions until I officially heard that it was torn. I went to a local uh, orthopedic back home in Nashville, but I didn't find out that I needed surgery until I believe the first week of classes. I think classes started around the mid 20s of August. Like, I don't know the exact date. Let's say August 25th. I got surgery on my meniscus August 31st. So let me slow down. I tore my meniscus that summer. I wasn't able to play on the golf team anymore. And I had surgery within the first half of the semester. Not even the first half. I was trying to say the first week and a half of the semester. And this held me back in so many ways. I don't mean in a negative way because injuries happen, but it didn't allow me to do that plan that I had set up for myself. But obviously there was something else planned out for me to do. <laughs> so I eventually got surgery August 31st of 2022 and I missed about three weeks of school in total. Now, let me break it down. If you're not in college, you don't remember college, but you missed three weeks of school, right? I didn't miss it consecutively, but mind you, I had surgery. I had to go home for that surgery, get physical therapy to make sure I was okay. Mental health, obviously. I wasn't able to play on the golf team. And that was kind of, if you haven't heard through previous episodes, has been kind of a tough relationship for me because I've been trying to find my, I was trying to find my worth in the sport. I put my worth in my performance. I didn't see value in the process at times. So mental health. And that was, a, that's one, just, just not even the whole thing. So let's consider my computer science major. I decided to major in computer science, not when I came to college, not after a class, in my freshman year. No, I took the introductory class the spring of my sophomore year. And after that class, I was like, yep, computer science is for me. I say that to say I had to cram in a sense or take multiple classes at times at a time that I would have been able to space out if I would have started earlier. It's okay. 
But let's look at my course load for that semester. I was taking a mid-level course. So I'll give you numbers. So level two. And I was also taking level three. So if you look at numbers, right, you're supposed to take two before you get in three. But given my schedule, my approach to this degree, which was I didn't have one, I just abruptly decided this is what I like at the moment. So that's what I'm going to do. I was taking the prerequisite for a course at the same time as a more upper level course. Then I believe I was taking a discrete math, which is like theory of computation. That's a class. That is not the same thing. It's, disc it's discrete math. That's what it is. Don't even worry about the explanation. But it was more theoretical based, like we were doing proofs in that class. And so that was fine. But I stayed that to put everything, I had to put everything in perspective. I was just getting into my major classes. I missed three to four weeks of school. I don't, I honestly don't remember, but it was a lot because I remember intentionally taking off for school to take care of myself. And I had surgery. I was dealing with the loss of or grieving the golf team or this golf ambition that I kind of came off a high from, a high, a low, high, wanted to be a professional golfer, a low going through depression because of a season I had and just a complete experience. So all of this considered, I didn't see any of that. I said, I'm behind. I'm grieving right now. Golf is no longer an option. So what is, especially career-wise, because here I am in college, I've decided to major in something that I took for one semester, an introductory level course. I, I didn't know what else to expect, honestly. And I said that I have to put my all into this degree, especially if I'm going to go to grad school, they need a high GPA. So amidst all of the things that were occurring in my life, some that I don't even have to mention to you because it's not really your business, but it's not important to this. The point I'm making is during that semester, I had a lot going on, impacting, honestly impacting my expectations that I had for myself or the reality that was there. But my expectations were way past what was actually in front of me. And I said to myself that my intelligence, the knowledge that I'm going to obtain in this major with this degree is going to solve everything in my life. It's gonna make me happy. It's going to take care of my family. It's going to set everything in motion. So of course I have to get a 4.0 this semester. Of course, I have to perform just as good as my peers who had been in the major, but also who, are, who had already taken the prerequisite because I, there was no option for me. And that's a good mindset. That's that grind mindset, just work harder. But this is not the podcast to work harder. This is to, I love how my friend Ann puts it. She says, try softer. At that moment, I wasn't trying softer. It was just go, go, go. Let's try harder. And I say this to say, because I'm slowly easing into the results and making sure I'm articulating my thoughts well, because 
that led me to a 4 for 4. Not, we're not talking about Wendy's, but a 4.0 for about a four-figure medical bill. Let me explain. I'm not just talking about the surgery. I'm talking about how I disregarded my mental health at times. I kept going to therapy, granted, but I disregarded my health at times collectively to where I ended up in the emergency room, knee unrelated, let me say that again, for panic attacks, anxiety attacks. I wasn't eating properly. I was studying my blood off because I thought that my intelligence a degree would save me, would solve all of my problems. I wasn't happy right now, but don't worry. I'm a study and it's going to make everything else go away. And I had no balance. I, I think I had a, a healthy bedtime, even more healthier than I do now, but a healthy bedtime. But if you look at my calendar at the time, because I like to time block to organize myself, and all you see is study, sleep, eat, whatever, study. Because I mentioned that I missed about three to four weeks of classes. And I think I stopped myself in a thought that I was going town earlier. If you have a Tuesday, Thursday class, or you're missing three to four weeks of class. That's about a big chunk of the curriculum. So I had to teach myself a lot of things that semester or sit in office hours and make sure I knew what was going on because I had this agreement with myself or this mindset, this artificial, and I say artificial, man-made, not only made by myself, but sold to me by society that formal education is the way to go. You have to perform as certain certain levels, especially getting into grad school, but not even considering everything that I was going through, that didn't matter to me. I said this 4.0 is much more worth anything that's happening in my body. I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care if I'm anxious right now. I didn't even understand my anxiety at that moment. I just thought that something was wrong with me. I just needed to push through. And that's where I'm going with this episode is to say, where are you placing your value? What are you guiding your intelligence by? What is influencing your intelligence? Is it you? Because ultimately your own intelligence will allow you to act in life, make decisions, whether it's emotionally, physically, career-wise. But if it's in the wrong place, if it's artificial, if it is not rooted in faith and the greater power of this world that can get you into grad school with a 2.0 if that's where you were because that 2.0 wasn't necessarily reflective if you of if you understood the material or not. You had to work a full-time job. You had a family to take care of or maybe you were depressed. So where are you placing your value? Is it in an artificial sense, a man-made sense, a man-made tale about how life should be lived? That's what I mean by artificial intelligence because we all have it. We all have this connection to a, a vast intelligence that's out there to help us in life. But don't let it be too much influenced by man. Because all man can give you is knowledge that we know and discover in this earth. 
And that is limited. Yet we're always looking outside of ourselves, but a lot of things are within. And sometimes if we look beyond that knowledge that's presented to us, I love how Albert Einstein put it, and use your imagination, that's when you have tapped into everything. Because if you just stay on what you know, you know nothing, really. Picking back up to the junior year story, yeah, I got a 4.0, but was the medical bill worth it? Were the tears worth it? Were the problems with my gut, my health, my eating habits? I wasn't looking at any of that. I disregarded my health entirely. Besides going and taking care of my knee, of course. But I say that to say, and I think vulnerability like this is so important because fast forward to the spring, it didn't hit me as clear as it is now. But I kept going because like I said, I had a plan. My degree was gonna save me. My computer science background was gonna save me. So I signed up to be a tutor. I signed up to do research. I did things that I knew that would help me not only complement my GPA, but get me into grad school because I wanted to be a professor or Honestly, until last, until that spring, I thought that I had to go to grad school in order to apply to a job because I didn't even think my performance would be good enough. I needed to know as much as possible before I even applied to a job. And I realized after a conversation with my mentor that you actually know enough. If you really want to apply, you can apply right now. You know enough. So that spring, that semester, I signed up for tutoring, I did research, and I ended up getting accepted into the National Computer Honor Society. I got the Computer Science Award, which is awarded to the top student in the department. Those are nice, and I'm grateful for them. It brought me to tears, especially being someone that looks like me. Not to put emphasis on it too much, but that's important. Representation matters. I want everyone to be able to hear me regardless of what they look like, regardless of what their hair is like, their skin's like. But for me, that's so important because I never met anyone like that. So today, through reflection and of course some other journal prompts that I've probably given myself, I asked myself, was that really worth it? Was that artificial intelligence, artificial sense that I was guiding my life by, worth it. I say it taught me a lesson. It helped me get to where I am today. But to disregard my health, my well-being, for a piece of paper that I thought would save me. I'm referring to a degree, by the way. And like I started this video, this is not to say don't get a formal education. This is say, don't let somebody tell you that you need an education in order to succeed in life, in order to be happy in life. That's an artificial sense of intelligence. At that moment, your intelligence is being guided by man, by another human, just, just a man, just like you, who can think for themselves just as you can. And it's important to seek outside counsel and not you know, rely on our own understanding always. But at the end of the day, 
a lesson that has been given to me at this moment in my life is that it's going to take your own intelligence to get you where you need to go. And that own intelligence starts from within and it is powered by something so much greater than me, than you, than any other human on this earth. But that power is within us. So it's your own intelligence that's going to set you free. Not the knowledge, not the degree, But at the end of the day, taking an accumulation of everything that you've learned and putting that to, a si- to the side at times. Looking at it and, and analyzing it, but sometimes we need to look outside of that. I had to look outside of this program that I've sold my, that I've bought. I didn't sell it to myself necessarily, but that I've bought. You go to high school, you go to college. Once you're in college, you get a degree. You use your degree. But we all know that's not true. A lot of people pivot in their careers and then they just have a a degree to have a degree. Let's talk about that for a second. It's okay if you don't use your degree. I've journaled about it, wrote about it. What does a degree mean to me? And I look at the experience that I've gotten in these past four years. The experience of self-discovery the experience to take a plethora of courses that I wouldn't have had access to if I didn't, arguably, if I didn't come here. I chose a liberal arts school. You had to take a few classes. I took a few Africana studies, biology, a little bit of everything. That's how I came about computer science. I just took the class because it was offered to me. It was available. And I ended up liking it. So I conclude this episode, you learned a little bit more about my junior year, how I got my four for four, 4.0 for my 4K medical bill, because I thought that my major, computer science, only I just performed my highest, didn't get no sleep, went hard, worked harder, no days off. Not from class, but, you know, from studying. That, that would save me. But it left me unhappy, stressed out, even more anxious than I already was. And overall, I can say I'm grateful for that moment. I was in it as it was an experience to help me get to where I am today. But life at times is not about experiments. It's about listening to the experiences of others. That was a reference from my TED talk. But that's for you to decide and sit with for yourself. Is the intelligence that is driving my life, which is yours, right? Is the intelligence that is driving my life influenced by my inner knowing? by my imagination to think beyond what has been sold to me as what I'm supposed to do with my life. Mm -hmm. 
Again, I don't know. That's for you to ask yourself. But that's what I sat with. Over this week, I went back home and visited with my family. My dad and I were talking. I forget what we were talking about. But I was like, yep, I got it. Artificial intelligence. That's the episode for this week. And I think it had to do with something that I'm talking about, obviously. But I wanted to talk about that today because it tied greatly to my junior year. And I'm so glad that, again, I had that experience, but I'm here now. I'm utilizing my own intelligence, the authentic intelligence placed in me to figure it out. Remember, you won't always know, and that's beautiful because all we have is the moment. So I thank you for listening today. The takeaways were that you will never know it all. Ooh. Academic success can only take you so far. You have to rely on your own intelligence. I'm not saying knowing and understanding, but that intelligence is that thing that drives you, that guides you into the right direction of where you want to go. I'm not saying where you think you want to go, but where you want to go deep down. And that is going to take some internal discovery. So I'll leave you to it this week. I thank you for listening. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. I'd love for you all to rate it if you're listening to this on audio only. I'd love to continue growing with you all. Whew, I asked Siri the other day, how many, how many, how long do I have until I graduate? She said three months and two weeks. It's coming fast. Wow. <laughs> no, but I'm so grateful for each and every one of you today. I know I've said my thank you. But I want to share with you another meditation from Thich Nhat Hanh's How to Love, and it's called You Are a Flower. I think it was very fitting for the message today. Every child is born in the garden of humanity as a flower. Each flower differs from every other flower. There are many messages in our society that tells us even when we're young people, that there's something wrong with us and that if we just buy the right product or look a certain way or have the right partner, that will fix it. As grown-ups, we can remind young people that they're already beautiful as they are. They don't have to be someone else. So as I am a fresh grown-up, young or old on the other side of this audio or video. You don't have to be someone else. Nothing is wrong with you. If your intelligence is rejecting that artificial sense sold to you, then that's telling you something. It's telling you that we know what's right. We know what direction we wanna go in. So I share that with you today. You are a flower. 
Remember to check out highkyliber.com. I still have some High Kyliber podcast tees for sponsorship. And remember, they are a gift to you for helping me. We're a team. We're put here together to love each other, to give. This is my service to you to help you on your journey wherever you are so we can realize our potential and protect our mental together. So thank you for showing up today again. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next time.